2016 Pulitzer Prize finalist, and it's also Drama Shop's next staged reading. I'm Nicole Lassie. This is Shop Talk. With me today are members of the cast and crew of Gloria, and I'll let them introduce themselves. I'll start. All right. I'm Zach Flock. I'm the artistic director of Drama Shop. I'm Pam Perone. Actors? Oh, I'm playing Gloria and Nan. I'm Adam Jeffrey Rossi. I'm the director. I am JJ Hodges. I play Lauren. Uh, my name is Maddie Simmons. I play Rashid, Sean, and Miles. I'm Zachary Hoffman. I play Dean and Devin. And I'm Monica Harden, and I play Jenna and Kendra. Awesome. Well, thank you guys all for coming and hanging out and talking with us. It's a big group, so we're going to jump right in. Um, Zach, can you give us a little background on stage readings in general and how they fit in and why we do them at Drama Shop? Yeah, definitely. So um, from our first season on, we're in season number eight now. Wow. Uh, from our first season on... <laughs> We've incorporated staged readings as part of what we offer uh, for a couple of reasons. First, because they're a lot easier to put together than a main stage production, <laughs> so full disclosure. Um, but second, it also gives us a chance to pick shows where we really want to focus in on the text, mm -hmm. on the message of the show, um, on things that are clear and evident in a production without all the trappings of scenery, costumes, props, all that kind of good stuff. So. Um, we think it's a great way to expose eerie audiences to even more great theater without um, the production expenses and without the burden of a full production, but still hopefully doing justice to the material that we pick. Mm -hmm. And what makes Gloria specifically work as a staged reading? Yeah, so it definitely, I think, does work as a staged <laughs> reading, even though it is one where there is uh, some blocking that's important. Um, the nice thing about doing staged readings is that we kind of go back to the drawing board each time we do one and think um, what's the best way to serve this particular play? Does it need some blocking? Does it need a little bit of costumes and props? Or is it literally just six people sitting in chairs reading from the script? And so we've done all of those. We have. So we've done we've many been. variations. Clyburn exactly. Park was just a circle, you know, of, of sitting, you know. Everyone. Exactly. This one has a little bit more than that, and I'll let Adam talk about that in a second. Um, but Gloria, I think, works really well because at, at the heart of it, it's about the relationships between the characters. It's about the conversations that they have. Mm -hmm. And um, much of it takes place in workplaces and a coffee shop. So those are places where people really do just kind of sit around and talk naturally. Mm -hmm. So um, making it a stage reading didn't really feel like too much of a leap. <laughs> Well, cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I've only seen part of this one because I feel like it's a running theme that sometimes I've seen the shows before we record Shop Talk and sometimes I haven't. So this is a It makes this it is more fun one. that way. You know, it's an adventure for all of us. That's I'm the right. audience uh, talking to us. Um, Adam, this is your first time directing a drama shop. What was it about this project that made you want to be a part of it that appealed to you? Well, I thought it was ironic that, you know, I just recently graduated and I've been home for like seven months and I've got to work on two of my favorite plays with Drama Shop. That's awesome. Working on the Laramie Project over the summer and now Gloria. Uh, but I remember we read this in class, in uh, modern drama class oh, cool. at, at school. And uh, I just loved it so much because 
So my favorite types of work are works that are super funny to a point, but then all of a sudden they hit you with something really great Mm -hmm. and like really powerful. And I don't know how spoiler filled this podcast is, but I won't say much, but I'm just saying that, you know, like there is super funny when you watch the first act, it's, it's funny. You laugh at these relationships Mm -hmm. these people have, and then it hits you with some serious things. And then the rest of it is just kind of like how people deal with that and are going through with that. Here's how I think Um, we address the spoiler without giving it away. I think what we can, we can tell everyone is that there's a traumatic event that happens kind of out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of the show from that point on is really the the Mm -hmm. sort of how people respond to that tragedy um, and how it goes on from there. So I don't think we need to say (laughs) I was going to say, I didn't want to say for big, but you're, but that is sort of lending to what you said about the staged reading is that, um, you know, I freaked out a little bit when I had to become the director so quickly, but yeah. once we started blocking out, you really noticed that, oh, that's right, they're sitting in an office, and then they're at a coffee shop, and then they're in an office again, so it's, mm-hmm. it, you're right, it does lend itself to that, but I just, uh, in general, just drawn to the story and, and, and the messages that they have, and I think that, you know, this is written in, what, 2015, I think, 2016, so it's very, very... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. It's not Timely. newer. Contem- yeah. Contemporary. Contemporary, but be not only in terms of the physically written, but just the all of the themes within the play are so important now. I think, especially you know, you know, at the end, the Lauren has a has a nice moment at the very end where he learns a very poignant lesson. I would like to say, and uh, those are the types of work that, that I'm drawn towards. So I was ready to go as soon as you said, "Hey, you interested?" <laughs> yeah, and that's I'll say that's part of it too, is that when people express interest um, in doing things beyond acting, I mean, we're a company of volunteers, mm-hmm. and that means doing whatever it is that you're interested in. I mean, looking around the room here, um, JJ has assistant directed with me, um, Zach has stage managed, Monica started on crew, uh, Pam has helped with box office and with painting sets and stuff, <laughs> so we tend to, to get people involved any way we can, and mm-hmm. then they, they hopefully get to do all kinds of things that they like to do. So Matt's the new guy, especially new on this one, so we'll see what he wants to do next. Well, well. if I'll say anything, it's certainly my experience that the best type of art and theater happens when it's done that way, when they're just everybody's involved working as a community. So that's why I love Drama Show. So one of the cool things about this production is that literally the cast is is evenly split between yeah. uh, return drama shop performers mm-hmm. and new drama shop performers. <laughs> so That's really cool. Um, I'm curious. To, I, I want to ask questions of both halves of that group, but let's <laughs> let's start just kind of in general. Like for all of you, what has that been like? Um, knowing that there are different levels of experience and different levels of of knowing each other, um, Zach and Monica, I know you guys are pretty tight outside of the drama shop too. So just what's it been like working together as a group? Um, it's been really, really, really cool. And I think it's such a different experience than anything I've ever done, where you walk in and you either know, okay, everybody's done something before. It kind of was, I guess, like you said, an even playing field, knowing that there was a little bit of both. Um, a little bit of people who have been around the block a few times and a little bit of people who this is going to be their first experience and we're all going to be working together to either further what we already know how to do and what we've been working on for a while or getting people who have never done it before, getting them to feel comfortable enough to get on stage 
and somehow all bring different pieces to the table and make such a fun piece of theater. And I like how um, everybody's character has weight and prevalence in this show, too. I really like that. I don't think there's one small part in this show where in some shows it's like, okay, you have five lines and you're gone. This show is not that way. Everybody's had to make their own character. Um, And we all kind of interact with each other at least once, which has been really fun for me. And getting to be on stage with someone who I've known for such a long, long time. Um, dragging her into this. I was saying this is a podcast, but I feel like we need to point out that yeah. there was a little bit of a face thrown at you. <laughs> <laughs> and we enjoyed some it. Of our, so. <laughs> some of our real friendship is depicted on the stage of this production. Wow. <laughs> Hopefully not a slap it. <laughs> you know, I, I um, think, uh, you know, that the, the nice thing is that there's no... There's no main character. It's very much an ensemble. So it so it helps to and not I've never seen this here anyway, which is what I love about drama show. But the, so there's no ego. Mm-hmm. There's no like yes. like look like I've been here cool. the longest or anything. You know, you know. There's none of that. It's very much like we're all still learning. You know, we're so, and I think it it's humbling, especially at the end of the rehearsal process or the rehearsal uh, when you know we all get notes. You know, we, we all are told, okay, this can be better, this can be better. And, you know, we can all sit back and go, okay. So it's, I think it's comforting to know that everybody, you know, everybody can still be better. Um, it's not just like, all right, new guys, you're not doing good, but the old guys are great. It's like, everybody, we're all equal when the, with this show, I think. Is, is, that, is that maybe part of why those of you who have done stuff here before kind of continue to do stuff? I, I, absolutely. I... I don't feel there's there's a um, like a click or anything like that. Like I've always felt comfortable, like every show I've done here. And this is and the fun and the fun thing about it, especially community theater is, you know, and this isn't in any way to insult anybody here, but this group of people would never just hang out together. <laughs> so it's just it's well, just, it's just apparently this isn't a read, but <laughs> but it's just, it's just you wouldn't we wouldn't have found each other in a normal setting. Yeah. So now we've yeah. come together. That, there yes. we go. That's what I mean. <laughs> it's kind of, that's kind of cool, though, that, uh, how that relates to the play itself. Because it is kind of mm-hmm. a bunch yeah, of people does. thrown into a room. And one of my favorite lines that you have, too, later on, is you're like, this was a group experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's cool that you mentioned that, you know, there's half and half. And mm-hmm. everybody has their part. And it's not just one person. It's a group experience. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know I've said this numerous times to you, Zach, and to Monica, and probably to all of you in here. Um this place has truly become one of my theater homes. And the reason for that is I feel comfortable coming here. I know I'm always going to meet some new people because I think in every show, yeah, every show I've done so far here, there's at least been one person who has who is new to Drama Shop each time. Um, so there's always a new face to every production I've done, which is really cool. And then there's a bunch of old faces that I get to see for months on end. By old familiar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I started. So can you say that again so Nicole can edit that out? <laughs> <laughs> familiar. That stays. That stays. Um, on the opposite side of, we talked about those of you who are returning, but uh, the new members of the company, what attracted you to Drama Shop in the first place? And do you regret that? 
Or is not enough time passed? Maybe we should ask that question after the production. I think the jury is still out. I felt, I don't know, maybe it's just the space itself has a good vibe in the walls. It's just, it feels nice. You come in and it's like, yeah, okay, I'm going to make myself at home. That's what it feels like in here. It's good people. I've never come across anybody in drama shop who is like, I don't want to talk to you. Like, (laughs) everybody's cool. And as a new person, like, coming into this knowing other people are new too made it more comfortable for me. (laughs) And, like, if I have a question, I'm not going to be the only dummy who has that question. Even though there's never a dumb question, Mm -hmm. I know that. But it makes it a little more, um, uh, I don't know what the word is. feels cozy. That's nice. Anybody else new for, or or new to acting, or either way? Uh, yeah, though. <laughs> not to <laughs> put you on the spot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, it's it's cool because like, I don't know. I was always like kind of curious about this place, and JJ would talk about it, and he would be like, "Matt, you need to come and try out for this," and I'd be like, "Uh, like, you know, music is more my style. You know, sure. yeah, I'd rather be like." behind the camera or something than like on stage or anything like that so I came and you know I started working I was like wow this is actually this is actually enjoyable so this is something I do enjoy and I do see myself coming back to drama shop again in the future that's cool you're never leaving (laughs) (laughs) well I mean along what you said along those lines I mean I started doing performing in theater but I kind of found myself liking the tech side of it more and I mean drama shop's been the first place outside of college where I've gotten to do a lot more tech stuff. I mean, like, I get to do a lot of the sound stuff and, like, helping run, like, the board for things that I didn't think I would have You've the opportunity to do. Well. I have directed stage reading yeah. uh, The Clean House uh, last last season. This season? Last season? Last season. Uh, yeah. I don't remember. Uh, but <laughs> another example of another strange stage reading. Um, well, and then we have Monica, who started on Crew yes, for the Humans. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, we roped you right into this. <laughs> I know. Um, I... With theater, I've always had negative experiences, again, with ego. I'm not a stranger to theater, but even in high school, like, people are just so negative, and they're always trying to be one-up each other, and it's like, what kind of environment is this? And so I've always kind of turned away from it. I'm just like, I don't want to be a part of this. Like, we need to be encouraging. You know, I just don't want to be surrounded by that negativity. So I kind of just didn't really, you know, I would go to see shows and support him, but I wouldn't go any farther than that. Um, and then he kept pushing me. <laughs> to, to, he's like, you need to do crew. And you need to come to Gloria. You need to try out. And I'm like, well, well, okay. Um, and then when I came here for stage crew, I'm like, wow, the actors are actually grateful for what we do. And they actually talk to me. Like, I've just never, I've always seen such a negative like, you know, there's always, like, the actors over here, and then there's just, like, the people behind the scenes here. and um, But here it's just so encouraging, and everyone's supportive of each other. It's a team, and it's just an awesome environment to be in. And I didn't even think I would even like acting or even be somewhat yeah. decent at it, I hope. Uh, but I'm definitely glad that I'm here. And yes, you've definitely roped me in for sure. I, I feel like I don't want that's people awesome. to think I asked that question to like get positive feedback, but I gotta say, <laughs> I feel like it's really great. <laughs> because truly, like part of what we aim for at Drama Shop, and we very much, a lot of us who started the organization um, started um, as students at Gannon, mm-hmm. and, and part of what was kind of instilled in our education was that theater at the heart of it all is a collaborative sport, right? And so you've got to be working together. You've got to have each other's backs. And, you know, that's the way we exist as a company. And I don't think an all-volunteer company could exist Mm -hmm. if there wasn't that collaborative spirit. So 
Um, and I've seen that in the rehearsals that I've been in over the past week or so with you guys, um, that, you know, you embrace that. And if you don't embrace it, then that's where ego comes into play. And that's where, frankly, productions fall apart and are not as strong mm -hmm. as they could be if you're not all working together. And truly, I mean, we do so many shows here. I mean, we don't have time for ego. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have time yeah. for, for that kind of stuff. But I mean, I jumping from kind of the general drama shop as a whole kind of back to, to Gloria specifically, this was a really condensed time-wise rehearsal process. What was that like? Like doing something, putting this together, knowing you only had like a couple of days to do it. What does that, what does that look like? Scary. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for me as an actor though, knowing that at the end of the day, my script doesn't leave my hands. Um, made it made that aspect mm -hmm. a lot more comforting. Being a stage no, reading rather than right, correct. Knowing that um, we were going to be spending a lot of time looking at the text, like mm -hmm. you said earlier, why we did it as stage reading to look at that text element. Really looking at the words on the page because we don't have to memorize them. It's not a lot of movement, so we can really look at those words, knowing that, okay, that's what we're going to be spending the next four days doing, and it's only going to get better from here. It's not going to get worse. It's only going to get better, and we're only going to dig deeper. Because as an actor, that's what I like to do. So I think knowing that we were going to go in digging deep right away made it that much more enjoyable to me anyway. I, I, actually, I have a lot of... I, I do a lot of stand-up and improv, mm -hmm. and... So for me, it's it's sort of uh, uh, it's there was a high five. <laughs> so, this is a little self plug. <laughs> um, at basement transmissions. Anyway, uh, there's, there's a lot of uh, so so for me, it, it just I don't know. Like I, I was kidding when I said scary, but it was it was a little daunting at first. But then it's like when you get into it, it's like you know what? Like this is kind of in a way what I want anyway. I just want to get right to it, right. and you know. Uh, as much as I love the rehearsal process and finding different stuff, it's, you know, this this forced us to speed it up, and it ultimately, strangely, helped the production, you know, and I think, again, because we all work together well, if it had been another crew, maybe it wouldn't have worked, but because we all got together and were like, we're doing this, and we were all supportive of each other, it helped a lot. Was there kind of that sense of urgency, almost, that, like, you needed to... Yeah, it's I like, like that cut sort of like the buildings on fire. You gotta jump out. <laughs> yeah, the there's, window, there's, there's no, yeah, there's, there's <laughs> no time. each other and jump. That's not <laughs> a tragedy in the show. No, no. <laughs> but there's, there's no, there's no time for, uh, for you know, for nervousness or anything. It's just, you know, just do it, just get into it, and cool. and that I, I found exciting. Adam, what about you as a director? See, uh, and we kind of talked about it the other night because. It's very, it, I'm very interesting as a person because when I'm in my uh, like everyday life, I'm not very organized. I'm not very, you know, I'm uh, detail oriented at all. Like I just kind of go with the flow. But when I become the director, I'm like, I need everything to be perfect. That's like, I, I, I find a different version of myself. Right. And it's really strange for me. Um, so especially directing a show that you, I think we had five rehearsals maybe. Wow. So I like the whole time am freaking out that we're not going to get it. Perfect, and we the, then you you remind me like that's not the point of it. Right. It's not supposed to be that. Um, but I will also say I think it was helpful for me because as a director, my style is all already kind of quick, especially at the beginning. I like to go 
super fast to start so that we get a skeleton and an outline there already and then we could start coloring it in and really take our time with that stuff so for me it really just feels like we have we i i'm directing a, a full production and we got through the first two weeks and now we're just going to show people what where we got to start it off because i really you know maybe not quite as fast as we went the other night with blocking i wouldn't go that <laughs> that fast <laughs> but i will say i am i am more comfortable on the fly than than typical. Yeah, and the so. comparison that I gave to you when we were talking about it was that it is sort of like the audience is seeing a few weeks into the rehearsal mm-hmm. process, a rehearsal, mm-hmm. basically. So the blocking's there to the extent that yeah. it's blocking. Um, but scripts are still in hand, but you're seeing character choices, you're seeing relationships. Mm-hmm. So it is kind of like, yeah, two or three weeks into rehearsal even though it's well, far fewer well, rehearsals. That was a very... Com- i got to tell you, when you said it last night, I, I let out a sigh internally because, you know, I, I, I feel like I'm pretty good at putting on a front and feeling, like, looking like I'm in control at times. Right. But, like, I, there were a couple of times with this process where I was freaking out a little bit. But, we I mean, like, we got there, and I think we have a really nice yeah. nice show to show people. But uh, <laughs> when I got a message about an hour or so before the first read-through, <laughs> of, you're going to run this, okay? You're going to be the co-director. And I was like, okay. Okay, <laughs> I don't have anything prepared. <laughs> Walking to my first blocking rehearsal, normally, like I said, I, tur- I become detail-oriented as a director. Mm-hmm. Normally, I already have the blo- show blocked, like, sure. in three different ways. <laughs> and then we just go with it. But then I walked in, I was like, I don't have anything written in my script so at all. Hard. So here's one really nice thing about that, is it, it forces you as a director to step outside of your normal exactly. as well. Exactly. And to say, you know what? Game on, right? Like, I just have to... Work with my actors, work with mm-hmm. the text that's in front of them, and let's figure this out together. And, yeah, I mean, and that's the sportsman in me, too, because I'm a big sports guy, and so I'm very much like, a, all right, let's do it. Right. So I was happy for the opportunity. But, I just uh, realized you got that Bills on your hat. That's Dude, I've worn this Bills hat that's three times. man? I didn't even realize. Almost everywhere. <laughs> I, <didn't realize. laughs> I was like, that's my team. Like, I just realized it. I wear this so I become non-threatening to people. <laughs> Out. They see it. They see it. They're like, "Oh, he's a Bills fan." He, he's, oh, he's used to just like, non-threatening, but it now also makes to... people sympathize. Exactly. Why yeah. 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 do they get people to like me? Yeah. Poor guy's a Bills fan. Yeah. Yeah. Used to disappear. Yeah. 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 Calibrate. Like you don't come in the Browns hat. No. Hey. Yeah. You can't go all. You got to find somewhere in the middle. No. That's funny. This is, by the way, the most we've ever talked about sports in a drama shop. Yeah. I think BuzzFeed wrote an article saying Bills fans are the best fans to date. And there's like 10 pages. And there's a whole page on why they're good because they're okay with disappointment. And they're okay okay with failure. But they'll remain loyal through it all. So Adam's also looking for someone to date. I guess send a message to our page. Right. Hey. <laughs> wow. We, uh, maybe we'll edit some of that. <laughs> no, like so I do want to ask you guys a little bit. In that like expedited process, you not only had to sort of work on developing a character, but most of you had to work on developing several characters, two or three characters. How do you do that? Go it was. On. It was very. It. It was it wasn't actually that hard for me because once y'all started telling me where I was like slacking and things I missed, and I was like okay, because one of the characters comes off one of the characters I play is very comedic, so instantly all I had to do was look over the monologue and I'd be like, what comedian would say that? So I literally <laughs> just 
crunched the list of like comedians that would do something like that. that, and I just ran over them and watched them, and I was like, oh okay, he would totally like you know act like them. So which comedian, Sean? So which comedian, Sean? Yeah. He's a mix of Richard Pryor and Kevin Hart. Wow. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I, I saw the Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart was Kevin, but the Richard Pryor, I had to, I had to throw the well, Richard Pryor. Well, the language Pryor. of this show is such that there's not a lot of Pryor-esque dialogue. We're <laughs> 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 setting, like setting ourselves on fire. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it, it was cool. It, and it was really cool because I, I freaked out about it so many times. I was like, oh my gosh, when they first gave me I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm playing three different people. How how do I do that? And then I'm like, oh, it's actually not that hard. Yeah. So that's something I really enjoyed. And I also think, you know, it's it's deliberate the way that the author has the the casting. I mean, it's it is clearly indicated in the script which parts should be doubled up. And so I you know, I think as as a reader of the play um, that you know, there's intentionality there. Mm-hmm. And so while you're trying to establish different characters as you should, there's also commonality to those characters or else he wouldn't have had the same actors playing them. I mean, the stage directions say who looks remarkably similar to blah, right, blah, blah. Right. So it's purposeful. Or there are situations, and I think this is more the case, Pam, with the two characters that mm-hmm. you play, where they're sort of polar opposites. They are, and I realized that I described it in, in the context of what I do professionally, um, once I figured that out bodily, where their intention and their motivation comes from, that they were reverse images of one another, that really helped me. Because I tend to not, I, I take a long time to find things. I ooze around like an amoeba for a while, and then I'll latch on to like finally a word. It's a great or image. Or a phrase. <laughs> Isn't it? I love the amoeba. Um, but yeah, I'll finally like get a word, and then, oh, oh, I got it. That's it. That's interesting. And here's yeah. what I love, is the two of you who just spoke about developing your characters are two newcomers to Drama Shop. Mm-hmm. As far as I know, you don't have any formal acting training, right? Like, you haven't really training. studied it or anything like that. No. And yet, you both just described two commonly used techniques. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what did I spend money for? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I am right there with you. <laughs> But no, I, I say that because what your your process awesome. is I mean, absolutely <laughs> valid, and it might not be what JJ or Zach or Monica or Megan, who couldn't make it to the podcast recording today, how Shame. they might have approached their characters, but it works, right? And and so everybody has their own approach, and I think Adam, as a director, your job is to then hone in on what works for each individual. How do you get what you want out of those six different actors? to serve the show that, that you see in your head. Yeah, and I guess we already went down sports land. It's okay to go a little bit, but I, it, again... I'm fine, but I'm going to be well, out of my element. I'm just saying that I, I, I'm very much, and I like to make analogies and, and metaphors, and it is very much like being a head coach of a football team, yeah. and you have to put your people in the best positions to succeed, and that's like really what it's about. Well, okay, let's... <laughs> oh, okay, come on. Sorry. In all honesty, though, and I yeah, think that... I, at least for me, as a very uh, young director and, and hope aspiring to young. follow it as a career. <laughs> I mean, oh, oh, hey. Oh, oh. Whoa. I'm 25, thank you. What? Ow. She oh. saw the receding hairline and said at least four. <laughs> 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 God, I would say, again, I think it's something that's lost in, in, in a lot of directors. And I think, and this goes into the whole of the ego thing that you, that you guys were talking about, is that 
I think that one of the most important things a director needs to do is allow smart people and good actors be smart people and good actors. So even though you guys are new, the minute you guys have had a good idea, I like to think that I've been able to say, go with that, do that, because that is good. Or, you know, when Megan, who's not here, but <laughs> she, but again, you know, she has a lot of experience as well, and mm -hmm. she studied it. So when she brings up something, you know, I can't let my ego be like, hey, I'm the director. No, she knows something that adds to the process. Mm -hmm. And so I like to, that's one of my favorite things as a director to be able to say, you know, whether it's a head coach of a football team, a general of an army, or the director of a show, you're not the person who's going to have all the answers, and you're not supposed to. You're supposed to know where to go to find them, right. especially if you don't know. And that's what I love about being a director is while obviously I've studied and, and I am an intelligent person and I know most of the answers, there are going to be a lot of times where I don't or where the director doesn't and you have to be able to let your ego go for a second or and say, where, let's figure this out. Yeah, or where, and I'm speaking from experience here, where you're positive as a director that you have the right answer, you see an actor do something different and suddenly it makes you go, oh, I had I was, that wrong yeah. or that works so much better than what was in my head. And again, that speaks to how important the, the collaboration yeah. is, right? So we're going into the shows mm -hmm. very soon. Everybody, everybody looks at their clocks. <laughs> what do you expect the audiences to take away from this? And what will you take away? from this experience? Um, I expect the audience to laugh a lot. A <laughs> lot. Until they're not. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Well, for, for a hot minute. Um, but I also hope, I hope that they take away a message that is a lot bigger than the one that they thought they were coming to get. Mm -hmm. um, in a sense... This show has a lot of things to it, and I hope that they get something meaningful out of it. Um, because as we've gone through, even in this short amount of time, I know I have, and I'm sure I, I, everybody in this room can agree, have gotten something very meaningful out of being in this production that I've been able to look at my own life and think, oh, okay, all right. Um... And as far as performing the show, um, I mean, performing's what I do. I nice. love it. It's fun. So, go up there, have a lot of fun with people who I love to be with and have a good time with. Aww. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> we're totally uh, editing that out. <laughs> no, we're not. I, I, I never know what to expect from the audience, to be quite honest. Mm -hmm. It's... You know, because there were times when we, you know, we've had, you know, we've had very successful shows here and I have, and I'll see audiences laugh at spots that I never thought were funny. Sure. You know, yes. or I'll that see them, happen. or, you know, you'll, you'll see them. One of, one of the things I love, 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 love is when they're actually tearing up and they're actually crying at something, you know, whether it's they're laughing so hard or they're actually like moved by it. And I've seen that in my, myself in uh, going to different sh uh, movies and performances, it's, you know, so I never, I never know what to expect. I, you know, and it kind of goes back to being, you know, y you know, as an entertainer, you're like, well, this is really funny. People are going to laugh at this, and then they don't. Mm -hmm. But then they'll laugh at something right. you didn't expect them to mm -hmm. laugh at. And I, I'm really, I'm really glad you said that, though, because one of my, one of my favorite directing professors I had, one of my favorite things she taught me was that you're not, you're not directing a show 
to tell a message because a lot of times they're not going to get the message that you want them to get. You're there to present an experience and they will take what they want from it or what they can from it or what they need from it. And that's why I love that, that you said that because you're right. People are going to laugh when they don't expect to laugh. They're going to have an emotional moment when they don't expect that. And that's what makes live theater so powerful and great. And that's what I always like. I have things that I've taken from the show, you know, just lessons about you never know what somebody else is going through or you never know how hard somebody had to work to get somewhere or what their life is like and what their experience is like. But so many people are, are going to take that from it, but other, so many other people are going to take so many other things, and that's why it's important. That's great. Matt, <laughs> i got to ask you, because you have a smile on your face. Uh, what are you going to take away from this experience? What am I going to take away from I'll find out at the end of this. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Because honestly, I'm sitting here and, and I'm just looking at the cast. And I, I worked with them. And on such a tight schedule, everyone's came with great energy. We Even if we had offset like balances with our chemistry, we instantly picked it up and started fixing it. So my thing is there's older actors in the room and, you know, some newbies in the room that just started. So... To me, as a newbie, I feel like I'm jumping out of an airplane without a parachute. But I'm looking around at the veterans. I'm like, all right, you guys got parachutes, so I hope you can, like, catch me. Grab on. Yeah. That's a great so, metaphor. So, <laughs> so that's what I'm expecting. I'm not too worried because, like, there's there's ones here like JJ, like Zach, you know, and the directors, of course. You know, they know what they're doing, so I'm not too worried. And then I'm not worried about being, like, the dumb one on stage because, you know, we have Pam here. She's... <laughs> I won't be alone in my nervousness because I know she's feeling the same amount of nerves I got. We know what you mean. I'm out. No, actually, I... What? No, I'm not going to respond. But I know what you meant because as soon as you said jumping out of an airplane, I was like, oh, that's kind of like me where I was thinking I'm jumping off of the high dive without my goggles on directly into the deep end. So, like, we each had our own version of the exact same thing. We're both jumping. You're taking plunges to various levels. And there wasn't time to, like, stand back and, like, I don't really know what I'm doing, so I'm just going to, like, no, we had to. Yeah, we had to. We had to be on Go. So that actually probably helped. Yeah. Yeah. And, And for me, you know, with every production, I hope that we grow as a company, right, and that we continue to raise the bar and to better ourselves and to to try to continue to bring people the the level of quality that they've come to expect from us over the past eight years. And so I think because, again, we have a group who have been so passionate about the work that they're doing, knowing that they were up against the time crunch and everybody jumping in and, and doing what they needed to do, not only for themselves, but to support each other, you know, that's what it's all about and that's how you end up with a solid production. So... Um, you know, I, I said to you guys last night after the final dress, you know, you're ready. You, you've done the work and just trust that you know what you're doing and go for it and, and jump whether you've got a parachute or goggles or not. <laughs> Does anyone else have anything else to add before we wrap it up? That's I, great. Yes? I really, I, I just hope that, you know, that, that there is a takeaway from the show for everybody. And mm-hmm. is, I, I was thinking about it, um... And, you know, even just while we were all talking, like, how the show does feel timeless in a way. 
you know, because you the traumatic event that happens in it, you know, maybe not everybody can relate to that, but I think everybody has some sort of, you know, event in their life that fundamentally changes them, you know, whether it's, you know, moving away, the death of a loved one, or any any other, you know, terrible thing that might happen to you, um, you know, there's there's something for everybody, and I, I, I do hope that people walk away with, like, a wow, I never thought of it like that before, because I thought that, really. Right. And, and that kind of ties back to what Adam was saying, and, and I really like that, that idea that, you know, as, as directors, as actors, as producers, we're not necessarily trying to impart a, a message, a collective message. To me, that feels a little hokey, a little after-school special kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Is that even a thing anymore? Breakfast after club? After-school specials? Kind of. <laughs> but, yes. but I agree. I mean, I think, for me, my hope is that when people leave the theater, that they've been moved in some way, that they're thinking about what they've just seen, and that maybe the next day or two days later, the people that saw the show together have a conversation about it, mm-hmm. and they're still unpacking that experience that they had. Because that's, again, it's the experience, and that's the part that that I'm excited to see, you know, to see how people respond to it. So. Mm-hmm. And uh, just kind of tying it all together, I think that that is something that Drama Shop does better, if not the best out of any theater company in the area, really, because I still have people that came and saw the Laramie Project back in last fall that approached me or messaged me about how much they're still unpacking that experience. Mm-hmm. So I think oh, that, that our, you know, company here is I said our yeah you're a part of it but but again I just think this company does such an amazing job with that and I I I know know for a fact it'll just continue with this one as well well guys break the leg this is Gloria Gloria is the latest production in the Erie Arts and Culture staged reading series here at Drama Shop if you want more information on this you can follow us on all of our social medias we are at Drama Shop Erie and at www.dramashop.org thank you so much to the cast and the crew for joining us today for Shop Talk Um, and that's it for today's installment Um, as always thank you for supporting Drama Shop we are theater in process